When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We need to give them a reason to want to let you go. And how exactly are we going to do that? By doing what you wanted to do in the first place. No. Now? Are you kidding me? It's the only way to get you to testify without taking the stand. And you said if we had to, we'd put me on the stand. And you were right. She's too good at crossing. Well, it's a great idea, Harvey. I wish I'd had it. The only problem is they're not going to let me change my goddamn lawyer in the middle of a trial. And I'm telling you, we need to figure out a way to make them. Because if we don't, we're going to lose. Suits Season 5, Episode 14 is over. If you're ready to hear us talk about self-defense, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino, back here with the guy who represents himself admirably on every podcast. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm great. I'm way smarter than Mike Ross. Not in a typical sense, not in a like, I can outname all the, the ins and outs of the law, but I also know that when people tell me not to defend myself, I should probably allow them to do it because they're actually seasoned lawyers who have done this for their entire lives. Mm-hmm. I just showed up. Yeah. You know, Although, well, then by a- the end of the episode, Harvey comes around like, uh, nah, you, you need to be your own lawyer. Which is crazy. <laughs> we're going to lose. Yeah, we're going to lose. The people need to like see the humanity yeah. in you. I think Mike Ross's whole thing is like, they need to see me be a lawyer. It's like, yeah, but the moment you screw up, no one's going to listen to this. But I think at some point they need to hear him testify. Mm-hmm. And the only way for him to testify without getting, you know, cross-examined is just to get up there and talk. So it's like Mike was on the right track in that people needed to hear his side, but not in the like in the world of that. Like, I'm going to try to out lawyer Anita Gibbs. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so Mike, I guess we're going to see him like get up there and say like, but the only way I can prove to you that I am a lawyer is to be my own lawyer today. That's what he keeps saying. Like y'all need to see me be, be a lawyer. It's like, well, Mike, I've been watching this season, the show for five seasons. You've been a good lawyer, maybe like six or seven times, you mm-hmm. know, good solid. You've had a good solid run of like, you know, some ladies that we gave you here and there. You've been really like catching your momentum here. But if I have to choose between Mike Ross and Harvey in any situation, I'm always chicken Harvey. Like unless unless some, you know, the lady is an adulterer, you know, and um, it's, his dad, his mom's on the stand, you know, like I, I'm probably picking Harvey. So for Mike to be like, yeah, I'm the best one for this job. It just felt kind of weird. And then we get our favorite thing in the world, Rob. Mock trial. Mock trial. Yeah, we love a mock trial. We love it because that's when everybody can be Travis Tanner. Like Travis Tanner is afraid, like is not afraid to do mock trial things at a real trial. But when you tell people there's a mock trial at Suits at PSL, the gloves are off mm-hmm. and they're gonna come out swinging. And this time we get to see uh, Harvey pick a fight with Mike, and it was entertaining in the sense that like it felt like the student and the master going head to head. But also, you gotta break a few eggs to make an omelet, and that egg this time who cracked, of course, per usual. Sorry, Rachel, but. It's Rachel. <laughs> yeah, Rachel has had some bad mock trial experience <laughs> here at PSL. Doesn't go great for her. Um, 
why do they let everybody in the room for this? I mean, like, we're going to air I mean, all the dirty laundry. Like, can't they just have the mock trial and then just like, all right, let's just go through practice. Like, we don't need to invite everybody. I mean, I could, but I think you need the pressure. You need the the gravity of the situation to really set in. And if you're just doing this in, in Jessica's office amongst your, uh, you know, a group of your peers, it's like, nah, that's not it. Like, we need to bring in the senior partners or associates. I'm not quite sure who this exact group was. It felt like the whole firm was just kind of like... All company meeting. Hey, yeah, like, oh, if you got 30 minutes after lunch, you know, we're doing a mock trial. Jack like, Soloff oh, can skip in. it, but everybody else has to be there. Did we see Bowtie Guy? Uh, what's his Paul name? Paul Porter? From, uh, no. No, Paul we never Porter? see him. See him the, real, the real senior partners we never see, but this this group of, like, stand-in, uh, non-playable senior partners, those were the ones that were there. And uh, they showed up, and they got a show, Rob, because... Uh, this is the first time we've ever seen Harvey acknowledge that, hey, Rachel, remember that time you cheated on Mike with Logan Sanders? Mm-hmm. I'm glad somebody said it because it seems like only me and you care. <laughs> Mike is really just like, okay, flailing of like, all right, they think that Rachel's going to testify. All right, we'll make up a fake marriage. Okay, uh, we're not on the Harvard list. All right, let's go hack into this. I mean, this is really getting into total like cover up being worse than the crime territory of like covering like a million things. Yeah, I guess you, once you realize that you've been frauding people since the de- since day one, essentially... Um, like what's what 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 could you do that's worse than yeah. that in a trial situation? You know, they they keep saying, like, oh yeah, like don't get put on the stand because then you have to perjure yourself. And I know you don't want to perjure yourself. Uh, perjury is the worst thing in the world, mm-hmm. but isn't you know, exa- like isn't that exactly what Mike Ross has been doing this entire time? You know, like every time he puts somebody else in like a, a situation where they have to tell the truth. It's under the assumption that a lawyer swore them in, you know, or, is, you know, has brought the Bible or that they're under, you know, they're under oath or whatever the case may be, because there's a lawyer present. Um, Mike Ross is not a lawyer and the people and all the lawyers that are in the room are already lying to you. It's mm-hmm. like you're uh, like you're making promises based off bad information in the first place. So I don't even know if I would hold any of that against the people who Mike Ross has taken down. And so that's why it's crazy to me that this is where they draw the line. It's like, listen, I can excuse fraud. But perjury, no, no. And maybe perjury is just this huge, like, I mean, I, I know it's a crime, but maybe it is just like the end-all be-all to the things that you can do um, in a in a courtroom yeah. that would make you look bad. But, I mean, you're all, you've are all already lied so much. At this point, just go all in. We're going to see Mike asking people and people volunteering to perjure themselves now because they're like, yeah, Mike, we know. We know you're not a lawyer and we're okay with it, so we might as well just keep lying. Yeah, I do think that maybe that this is uh, a hole in the legal system where I think it's kind of easy to get somebody when they commit one crime. Uh, But when someone is committing a hundred crimes, you know, uh, people, the jury and the criminal system gets distracted. It's, It's hard to nail people down when they're committing many, many, many crimes. Yeah, I forgot who it was, but they were going up against them. It wasn't. It, it wasn't Forceman. It was b- the early days. Maybe like Travis Tanner or something where Harvey was going up against them. And then he realized very quickly, oh, wait, you're willing to lie. You're willing to just perjure yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. I can't go up against you. You know, like he's like, no, we got to shut this down. Why? Because I didn't know he was going to be willing to get on the stand and just bl- blatantly lie. Like I, if, if this was an up and up case where you're trying to beat me and I'm trying to beat you, 
yeah, let's look at the facts of the case. But if you're just going to get up there and be like, nope, prove that I'm lying. Now it's your job to prove that I'm yeah. lying or or you can leave me alone. Then that's going to make this a lot more difficult. And I think that's where Mike Ross is at this point. Yeah, let's make up a fake marriage. Why not? Because I'm lying about everything else. Mm-hmm. So prove that that's fake and then prove that this is fake and then prove that this is fake. And just keep throwing stuff until Anita Gibbs decides, okay, fine, leave me alone. You can be a lawyer. Damn, you know. Um, but Anita Gibbs doesn't give up so easily. And I and I like that they keep pointing that out. You mm-hmm. know, when Harvey destroys uh Rachel on the stand, um, you know, uh Jessica's like, so yeah, what's next? And Harvey's like, no, that should be, that should do it. He's like, no, pay attention. If you're Anita Gibbs, there should be something else. There's always something else. On a certain level, I have some sympathy for Anita Gibbs, where yes. that I feel like that she's just like, stop gaslighting me. Right? <laughs> I know Why are you it's all, all lying? True. When when Jimmy, my boy Jimmy, gets up there, the man ain't even got no fresh haircut, and that's how you know he about to get up there and tell some lies. When he walked in with that mini fro, I said, you know what? This man can't be trusted. And so he gets on the stand. He does his whole, Mike Ross is the best Harvard buddy that I've ever had at the dear old hallowed halls of Harvard University as a Harvard, mm-hmm. Harvard graduate, Harvard, and Harvard. And Anita gives it like, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike Ross and Jimmy are the only two people who've ever seen Mike Ross at that school. Fine. But come on. The man is lying. We're all we're not dumb here. We're not we're not stupid. Jimmy is not going to be the reason why everybody believes Mike Ross went to school. You, this man has gone to school for uh at least two, three years of Harvard Law. And Jimmy is the only one who can attest to this man's uh, you know, mm-hmm. being a great come on, y'all. They used and, to I, I, chop it up in Professor Gerard's class when Mike Ross would show up only on the day of the test. Right. He only showed up on the day of the test. And that's when Jimmy's like, who is this asshole? Uh, who is this jackass? You know, and then um, now all of a sudden, Jimmy's ready to, to, to die on this hill for Mike. Now, I think that Mike probably had, you know, a, a good amount of leverage over Jimmy. Like, I'm not shocked that Jimmy purchased himself for Mike Ross. That, that, that did not surprise me. Uh, it surprised me that Jimmy was going to be that selfless. Uh, but it did not surprise me that he would be willing, like, that the offer was tempting to him because... Yeah, Mike Ross is handling this legal case for you. He's gonna try to he's trying to do this settlement for your aunt. You really need his help. He saved you from, you know, being fired a couple times, you know. And so you might owe him something in a way that somebody like uh loser face Trevor uh does not realize that he owes him. But at the same time, Jimmy, your word versus all of this evidence, it just feels a little thin. So if, yeah, if I'm gonna need a gives. I woke up this morning to go do my job today, and now there's a damn circus at a PSL that is slowing me down. Like, I really would just like to collect my check and go. Okay. Now, Harold said he would testify. We don't see Harold on the witness stand. Good. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll tell you this. Harold is a real one. When Harold did, Harold has my respects since that day they were interrogating Harold, and he was just like, no, nah, I'm not going to give up Mike Ross. And and we knew he was seconds away from giving up Mike Ross, but he held it down. Yeah. And so for this time, for him to show up and be like, Mike, you're not a lawyer. It's very obvious. I don't remember you. This whole time, I thought I remembered you, but the moment it, you know, I found out that you weren't a lawyer, it all made sense. Please let me lie for you. I'm like, Harold, I love you, brother. But I just wouldn't do that to you. It's like asking Rachel to lie. Rachel is not going to be good at it. We see Donna's not even good at perjuring herself when the push comes to show. You yeah. need a now grimy- you can't lie, Donna. You know when, oh, yeah. when, when it comes down yeah. to you know, committing fraud, no problem. That's the thing, Mike Ross fraud. Mm-hmm. But ask 
Mike Ross point blank period if he did you go to Harvard? Yes or no? He's like, I have a I have a Harvard education. No, nope, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking you. Did you attend the school? So like, ah, everybody gets blurry when it's time to purge themselves. So <laughs> not trusting uh, Harold was probably the right move. Not, you shouldn't have trusted Donna, and you should not put Rachel up there. You shouldn't trust goddamn Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, nobody yeah, trusted Jimmy, Trevor. Do it. Yeah. No, and they shouldn't. Trevor is just like, but I don't want to go to prison for you. Yeah, Trevor, we know that. But also, we don't really care what you yeah. want, Trevor. What What about what you owe? Pay what you owe. Okay. Just one <laughs> last thing on Harold. Does you, do you think that Harold was setting Mike up, that Harold actually was going to testify against Mike so that Harold would have a shot at Rachel? I don't think Harold's that good of an actor. Mm-hmm. I think if the, I think if the Rachel, you know, like oh, Rachel's gonna be outside of the jail and and available and pretty. They and, told Mike probably, she's not gonna wait for him. Yeah, but she's not gonna run to Harold. You mm. know, so uh, no disrespect to Harold, but I don't think he's that good. Like I think the actor who plays Harold is great, but I don't think that Harold the character is good enough to go to Mike and say, "Yeah, Mike, let me uh." Let me, uh, you know, live on the stand for you. It'd be great. Uh, Everything's going to be cool, right? And then he gets up there, bold-faced lies to Mike Mike Ross, betrays him, gets Mike Ross thrown in jail, and then says, okay, now I got Rachel all to myself. Because Harold would have been foaming at the mouth. I'm talking about the the light in his eyes as he talks about, like, so Rachel's going to be outside? Harold kind of creepy when it comes to Rachel Zane. So Mm -hmm. I I think he would have been telegraphed a little bit more if that was what was going on. Yeah. I'm trying to see if uh, what else Harold is in. Uh, the actor that plays like Harold is Max Toplin. Seems like that he's uh, been a, a producer also on some things. Oh, yeah, like stuff that we've watched. No, I, nothing that jumps out to me. Maybe things that you've seen, uh, but it seems like that he has maybe uh, a career behind the camera as well. Uh, even though he's been acting in a few other things, uh, but n- nothing else that I've heard of. Well, you know what I like about Suits is that a lot of these actors are very uh, Canadian. Uh, you know, being that it's in Toronto, York, I do like that a lot of these actors are, you know, I won't say locals because Canada's huge, but, you know, they're they're from mm-hmm. the, the the great the great uh, North or whatever they call it. I don't know. And so, um, yeah, Harold's Canadian. I think Anita Gibbs is Canadian. I like pulling up the IMDb and the first thing you say is like Canadian-American or Canadian whatever. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that's that's always fun. Okay, so the episode opens up with we see Trevor on the witness stand and uh, we flash back to, hey, three days ago, Mike Ross came to you and tried to tell you not to testify. Is that not true, Trevor? He's like, it is Mike Ross. Yeah. Uh, And then by the end of the episode, uh, we end up getting Harvey just uh grilling the you know what out of Trevor and it was so great. Trevor, if I asked you if you were jealous of Mike Ross, what would you say? Mm-hmm. I'm not jealous of Mike Ross with his with his photographic memory and all his talent and his friends that he has and that everybody likes him, he's good at stuff and blah blah blah. Why would I be jealous of that guy? So I was like, so again, not jealous. And Trevor's like, I can't perjure myself. Oh my God. What about lying about that? Then I'd have to go to jail for lying about being jealous of Mike Ross. I can't do it. Yeah, I, I hate him. I, I hate that he's so good at things. Um, he folded like a towel. Mm-hmm. Can yeah. I ask a question about this trial? Like, is there a jury in this trial? 
Yeah, uh, that's part of the reason why Mike has to get up there. Because, right, we had this uh, jury ready to go. Like we went from like, uh, okay, the case is in two weeks. Okay, now the case is tomorrow. Like we, we had the yeah. jury just ready to go. I think the jury was hanging out for a while, right? I think they knew the trial was coming. Anita Gibbs starts stalling because she has nothing. She has no proof. And so Harvey like, we haven't got that discovery going, Anita. You're just out here BSing the whole time they're assembling the jury. And then Anita's like, okay, fine. Here's the discovery. See you in two weeks. And Harvey's like, whoa, 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 baby, wait, wait, what's going on mm -hmm. here? Uh, and then it's like, no, nah, you said you wanted a jury. We got one. Uh, let's throw one together. So they pick up this ragtag group of, of jury misfits and just throws them together and says, oh, you'll love this one. Rob, I've had jury duty before. It ain't never looked like this. Give me this kind of trial. This mm -hmm. is what I want to see. I want to see people yelling at each other on the stand. I want to be able to be like out in the crowd, like gasping when, when our new information mm -hmm. comes out. Is it my true, head and, Trevor? That I'm you're like, a, and I want to like <laughs> that you're sm the smoking the <laughs> pot. He was a career drug dealer, Rob. The man was a drug dealer. Are we supposed to believe him? See, that's the type of stuff I want to be on the jury for. I want to be in the, in the jury yelling and like pointing when stuff like that happens. Like, he's at the weed. And they're like, yeah, like he's guilty. He's like, he's not on trial. He's on trial here. You know, like, I, I really want to be involved in something like that. All my jury duties cases have been like, uh, all right, sir, go back to work. Mm -hmm. Here's your $7.35. Thanks for coming. Yeah. So... The Trevor on trial was great. I loved all of that. I love that Jenny came up. We got, uh, I was hoping, you know, <laughs> Harvey said he was going to call Jenny to the witness stand. I, mean, I don't think they really had her. His name, her name came up. Yeah. Rob, you, you know, the rule here at uh, PSL and at, at suits. If mm -hmm. your name is said, then there's a non-zero check. They've become like, you're, you're, uh, it's like a visibility spike, right? If they say your name on this show, there's like a 50 to 60% chance that we will yeah. see you in the next. It's the Beetlejuice factor. Yeah. Right. The only person, and I repeat, the only person aside from Bowtie Guy, and that's Paul Porter, yeah. Forever, Paul Porter, double P. The only person aside from Papa P that, who, <laughs> that we have not seen whose name keeps coming back up is Lola Jensen. Mm -hmm. They say her name in every other episode. Lola Jensen has not been seen since that that second. What was it? The first time we've yeah, seen her. Only we've one time. She's only made time. one appearance. Yeah. She was the first person who found out about Mike's secret, and just the her her lore or her whole aura has just like loomed heavy over this entire show. Yeah. Every other day, it's, do you think Lola Jensen can get in and put you on the class rank list? Do you think Lola Jensen can do this? What if they get Lola Jensen? What if they subpoena Lola Jensen? Who, where the hell is Lola Jensen? But Jenny? Oh. We'll see Jenny again. That's okay. that's coming. All right. So we got Benjamin, the IT guy, back in this episode. Man. And, you know, Harvey is like, I swear to God, if you do this behind my back, like, don't even speak to me. You're done. Mike goes and does it. I don't think, did Harvey find out? He doesn't know. Yeah. He doesn't know. And also, I don't think it was what, like, we don't, we don't actually know what Benjamin did. Because remember... Um, um, Mike went to Harvey and said, we could just have Benjamin do the Lola Jensen thing and put my name in the class ranking list, right? When later on the class rank list is brought up, Mike Ross's name is not on there. Uh, and so we know Benjamin do, didn't do that. Benjamin went and got the fake wedding certificate for Rachel and Mike. Is that what he did? Because he does come with a folder, but we never see the contents of that folder. Oh, the next I folder thought he did the class ranking. But it never came up. It never came it's up. It's not like 
Yeah, it's not like they they were like at the in, in court going like, okay, well, if 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 he wasn't a lawyer, how come his name is on this list? It never came up. They literally shifted to Jimmy. And as far as the mock trial goes, Mike took that information. And then next the next Malilla folder he slammed on the desk was um Rachel cannot testify because six weeks after we started dating, we got married. Mm-hmm. And then Rachel gets up there and just starts lying, you know. Yeah, well, we had a good wedding, and we we're gonna have an annulment, and la 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 la. Well, tell us about the wedding. Oh, the cake was buttercream, and da, da, da. Rachel, we know you have a fantasy wedding in your head, and, and and he's ruining it. We know, we get it, we get it. But also, don't get your ass up there going to jail for lying about what color cake you had. Well, at it was your, only at the mock trial. Day. It was only lying in the mock trial. Yeah, I'm just saying, if the, the mock trial is practice for the real thing. Yeah. If they get up there with that fake wedding, they're going to ask her that exact question. Tell us about the wedding, Rachel. Oh, uh, well, you know, we had, you know, the plaza. You know, like, bro, Rachel, we were lying. Mm-hmm. Go, you're going to jail for this lie? Yeah. At least be the one to get up there and say Mike went to Harvard and I saw him there or something. I don't know. Yeah. And then Harvey uh, says, uh, did you promise uh, not to, <laughs> to to have it the whole? Did you uphold your did, vows? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Rachel's like, I would like to, you know, invoke my fifth amendment. I mean, right? Harvey <laughs> did not just say like, uh, "Is it not true that you were unfaithful?" Like he name dropped Logan Sanders. <laughs> it was time. Wait, but but that is weird though, because if you think about it, yeah, the people in this case, I mean, the people in this room, they probably are going to hear about the dirty laundry anyway, because they're all going to do a very public court trial very soon. So hiding it from all the partners doesn't really benefit them. But these are their, I mean, Chappelle, could you imagine like you work in an office and then like you have like some sort of meeting that you're at and then you find out like one of your coworkers who's like dating one of your other coworkers had an affair with somebody who's been in and out of the office who's like a well-known person, like. Right, that's the funniest part about it. People came home like, like, this was the best day of work ever. Oh my God, the phone call (laughs) home, you're like, Bruh, you can't, you won't believe this. It's they like, had wait, another what? mock trial. They made Rachel right. cry like, again. Remember that rich guy, Logan Sanders? Like, yeah. The one, I think I saw an article yeah. about him. Bruh, he was cheating yeah. with Rachel. You know the crazy. guy, Mike, that's in the newspaper? And and you know yeah. how he's like, uh, he's in, engaged to Robert Zane's daughter? They're like, Robert Zane? Yes, Robert Zane. That Robert Zane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well... She cheated on him with Logan Sanders. And guess who told everybody? Who? Yeah. His best friend, Harvey. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, like, dog, I would be on Twitter. Like, it would be a whole thread. And like, Logan Sanders is still married, right? Uh, we still have not. Somebody really, put this in page I, six. Yeah. Yeah, we not identified this. And then, and then once the rumor mill starts going, you're like, and that's not the first time they had an affair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I need to know everything. Oh yeah, it's like that's when at that point you're like, they need to do a podcast about this episode. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, someone should be outlining this. Where's mess magnets? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oops. All anonymous at the PSL. Oh, Rob. You know, neither of the messengers they don't listen to this podcast. What yeah. if we just submitted this storyline so- from Suits to as anonymous? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. My firm was doing a mock trial. Yes. 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 <laughs> Please. Okay, listen. We're not going to do it today. But if you are listening to this podcast and yeah. you want me to do it, I will submit 
the document. Yeah. Are we going to get in trouble? Are we going to, is this fraud? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But I'm willing to perjure myself every time, Rob. You know, listen. Everybody, I, I am, everybody listening, you have to go on the witness stand and you need to yes. lie. Listen, have y'all met Sasha and yeah. Kristen? They're, they're scary. Mm-hmm. The fact that, Rob, you gave both of them, like both of them the keys to one vehicle, how are any of us survived? Like, yeah. Anita Gibbs does not have you know what on them. Not as a team. Yeah. No, no, no. They're, they're terrifying, but I am willing to do the dirt. So listen, we'll start. I don't want no snitches, though. If I find out one of y'all told, it's over. It's over. Like, what did Harvey say to Mike? If you go to Benjamin and do this behind my back, you're going to have way worse problems. Yeah, he was like, yeah, perjury is going to be the least of your problems. And I was like, but what does that mean? He's going to beat his ass. Mike's ass? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would like to see it. But yeah, all that to say, I think Benjamin just made the fake marriage thing happen. Like hmm. I think Mike, I think, I think Rachel and Mike might actually be married now, thanks to yeah. Benjamin. Um, all right, a few more things to talk about. Donna gets called on the witness stand, and Donna cracks. Oh. I was very surprised. Boo, boo, this one. No, I'm joking. I don't feel. I feel bad for Donna. I do because, uh, you know, she she had to plead the fifth, and it's not that great. You know, it, it makes her look really bad. Um, and, and yeah, you know, we've been led to believe that Donna would do whatever it took and to follow these people off a cliff, but she's going to have to take the fifth. And eventually, Anita Gibbs says they all are. Because if you ask them point blank, did Mike Ross go to Harvard Law School or not? There are not a lot of smoke and mirrors you can pull out of your ass to save you from answering that question. It's literally yes mm-hmm. or no. And if you lie, we're going to figure it out because Mike Ross is his... His whole uh, defense is very flimsy. It's just like, can we give you enough reasonable doubt that he didn't go to law school? Yeah, he might get through this that, yeah, we could not prove that he didn't. But that does not mean that we will later not be able to prove that he did. He can't be tried for the same thing twice. But if Harvard comes out and literally says, all right, due to our own private research, we have determined that Mike Ross didn't go here and it's a fact. Then that might not bounce back on Mike, but it'll bounce back on Donna because she said, he did go, and she cannot say that. Mm-hmm. She actually, she actually folded before that. What she said? Oh, when they asked, like, so did Mike lie about who he was to get in the door? She's like, yeah, he said he was Rick Sorkin. I was like, I don't even remember that. Yeah, I, I just, like I just remember Mike walking in and being like, uh, I need an adult, you know. And he had like a suitcase of uh of, of weed, of the weed, of yeah, the weed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, Donna folded, and that that fifth yeah. amendment, it'll get you every time. Could she have answered when they said, did, did Mike Ross go to Harvard? And Donna could be like, uh, multiple times. Yeah. Several. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I sent him there myself on know? several episodes. Yes. He several did go episodes there. Did Harvard. Yes. yes. He's been, Mike Ross. Yeah. Mike Ross has been to Harvard. Your honor. I stand <laughs> by that. He's been there. I too have been there. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, who among us haven't been to Harvard? You know, it's 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 not that far. Okay. Three hours and twenty minutes to, to be exact, Rob, because that's how long it took Mike to drive out there for only the test. Right. I mean, that is wild that Mike in like this pre uh like Zoom school era to say that he just only showed up for the tests at school. Right. Because even if you did say that, I only showed up for the test. That to me shows that, yes, you maybe know the law really, really well. 
But if the question is, are you a lawyer? Now I'm like, is there other stuff you have to do at law school that to prove that you're worthy of being a lawyer aside from passing tests? Were there no mock trials that he missed? You know what I'm saying? Or do those count as tests? Were there no group assignments that he had to do? No projects? Nothing. Mm-hmm. It was just pass a test and that's it. Yeah. It, I don't not Can not you stack all your tests on one day also? Like, uh, yeah, right. uh, I'm going to need all my tests on Friday. Right. But only one Friday out the year because I know everything. So I just <laughs> got to show up, pass them all, and then never come back again. I, there are not a lot of like virtual law schools, even to this day, in a, pre, in a post-COVID world. It's really, it's not easy to go to law school online. Yeah, um, I mean, not could a be like one. subpoena, like a canceled check uh, for tuition. They they have found nothing. They can't <laughs> find. Uh, they can't find the money. They can't find his address. They can't find anything except for effing Jimmy that says, "Yeah, Mike Ross went to Harvard." Now, mm-hmm. I would like to know. What the hell is Jimmy about to do? Because Jimmy perjured himself and everybody knows it. Nobody is lost here. Now, the, I think the jury is even like, boy, that boy just really lied for him. What is he about to do now? What you going to do next, Jimmy? Is Jimmy going to jail? I don't think so. I think so. I think there's no way around it. I think he sat up there and point blank said, it's worth the risk. I'm going to I'm going to go to jail. He can't and even I think have Mike they, represent him then. I think Jimmy needs a better uh, a better role in this show because now he's perjuring himself and we only see him once a season. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, this guy really, really, really is invested in this storyline, and we won't see him again. Yeah, maybe for another season when Mike has to go bail him out. Jimmy's real name is uh, his act. The actor's name is Pooch Hall. Pooch Hall. Yeah, yeah, Pooch Hall. That's from the game. Uh, I've I've known Pooch Hall in a number of roles, but uh, yeah, he was on the game that was on UPN, and then that later on went to BET, I think, or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's still on TV. You know what? He's his biggest role. Uh, he's done eighty-two episodes of Ray Donovan, and I've seen zero episodes mm-hmm. of Ray Donovan. Have you yeah. ever seen Ray Donovan? No, I'm sorry. And, and hundred two episodes of the game. Yeah, I know about the game, but have you ever seen Ray Donovan? No. Do you know the plot of Ray Donovan? Like, do you know what it's about? Um, he's like a fixer, right? Right. I think he's like the other Olivia Pope. Mm-hmm. You know, like I think they were like running at the same time where they were both like, oh yeah, I go in and I make stuff happen. Um, but it just for me, it didn't give the same type of you know drama that Scandal was doing with Olivia Pope. But Rob, I don't, I don't pick you as a Scandal guy either. You didn't watch Scandal? No. I, I was intrigued at one point, but no, I never, uh, never got into it. It's very suits. Mm-hmm. Um, you, matter of fact, you would like Scandal, and here's why. You're not it's saying what I think you're saying, the, are you? No, no, I'm definitely not saying that. But if you wanted to talk about Scandal, we could do it. Uh, but I'm not, not as frequently as we talk about suits, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, uh, it's very The West Wing. Yeah, um, it's okay. a lot of like fast talking and walking down hallways. And I know you like The West Wing. Yeah, and uh, and it's it's that same kind of uh, pacing, right? Where it's like. This person does a monologue. This person does a monologue. They walk past each other. You get the next one. The camera's passing each other in the hallway. I've never seen the West Wing. So maybe yeah. we have a thing to do here. Mm-hmm. But um, but yes, uh, all that to say, Scandal is like Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan had Jimmy. Jimmy was from the game. This is Pooch Hall. And I was happy to see him in his role. I just wish the role was bigger because, I mean, he's becoming such a focal point in this episode. I'm kind of like, do we even care that he purchased himself? Like now that he's done it, are we like, all right, we're done with him. Let's move on. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, this could be his last appearance on the show for all we know. Oh, right. that's, that's what yeah, I know. Him yeah. Perjuring himself for, for Mike Ross and then he just lives happily ever after. That's what I'm saying. They could have gave him a little bit more. Just okay. a pinch. 
then the episode ends on Lewis and uh, Anita Gibbs. And Anita Gibbs has come to Lewis multiple times in the episode. Like, I know about you, Lewis. I know what's going on. And he's like, what? Get out of here. What? Like, Lewis doesn't have to be like this. Yeah. And I, like, I know you told Sheila's ass to go to Argentina. Like, uh, listen, like Anita Gibbs, like knows everything. <laughs> she, she really does. She's, she's like, look, I, I have all the DVDs. I've seen the. I, I've seen I've it seen all. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's that Sheila's ass thing is really going to be the you thing blackmailed that, course, them. It, it's always going to be Sheila's ass though. That's like Lewis's. You know, his one Achilles heel or his one Sheila's ass is that she he just can't get rid of her. Um, you know, to where these people won't keep bringing her up as like, you know, his weakness. And so, yeah, he sent her off to Argentina and now you're like, but when she comes back, Lewis, please, <laughs> no one, no one, no one is going to believe anything you say once we get Sheila's ass back in town. Mm -hmm. um, and, and even like the participation with Sheila's ass has now put the target on Lewis's back because remember, everything is conjecture here. They, they have just like, all right, we think that everybody knows. We think that people like that Mike Ross was like, was, you know, hired under the premise that he was a lawyer. Um, but you know, that later on they found out and then, you know, maybe he got fired at that point. He had to, he was, he was asked to resign. I'm sorry. But then it was, Oh, well maybe Harvey already knew. Maybe Jessica always knew. Maybe this person knew, maybe this person knew. Now it's finally bounced over to Lewis. Cause like, why did you hide Sheila's ass from us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why did you send her ass to uh, Argentina? What was that about? And so now it's like, Lewis, are you gonna fold on the stand? What happens when we put you up? Oh, there? forget. So we already saw. Forget. Yeah, we already saw that Donna was about to uh, plead the fifth, or ended up pleading the fifth, so she didn't perjure herself. If they put Lewis up there, I think it's a wrap. Nail Has it coffin. been a mistake for Anita Gibbs? To, uh, I'd like to call Daniel Hardman to the stand. Yeah, Mr. No, Hardman is is Jessica Pearson the type of person that would hire a known fraud? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Would you, you would would Harvey Specter uh, be in the know about hiring somebody who is a fraud? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. yes, Your Honor, yes. Like Daniel Hartman is never going to mince any words when it comes to these two people. I don't think they know to put Daniel Hartman on the stand, which is wild because duh. Mm -hmm. But then I think at the same time, if you put him up there and he gets cross-examined, oh, it's a wrap. There's no, Daniel Hartman's not going to be able to stand on his own once Harvey gets up there and be like, Daniel Hartman, are you just mad because you don't work here no more? Mm -hmm. and, don't you, and do you not work here no more because you are stealing all that money to do XYZ? <laughs> and it's like, okay, all right, right, right. We don't have to bring up my path. I'm not on trial here. It's like, mm -hmm. no, no, no. You entered the courtroom. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So how much money did you use on vacations for your girlfriend while you were cheating on your dying wife? Quickly. He's <laughs> like, oh, oh, I plead the fifth. Yeah. You know, so I, I think that um, Daniel Hartman is probably Maybe not he's the, stay the away. they want. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Chappelle. Who should get a Liddy Award for this episode of television? Um, can we abstain? We can we plead anybody? the fifth? Yeah. Can we plead the fifth? I mean, try to make an argument for literally anyone. I mean, should should Mike get it? He had someone perjure himself for him, which I mean, strategically mm. is probably a good move for him yeah. to survive this thing, but also. What kind of awful person has somebody lie on a stand for them like this? But you Harvey, you know, did ultimately say, you know what, eh, kid, you were right. <laughs> you got to, you got to do this. Yeah, but does that mean 
I mean, again, Mike is still having people lie on lie on the stand for him. I can't I can't support that. Yeah. What about Jessica? What did Jessica do in this episode? Did she do anything? Nothing. Was she there? I mean, she said she's going to represent Lewis. Okay, that's that's probably I, give it to Jessica. That's <laughs> enough. Okay, yeah, that's enough. I've heard enough. I heard yeah. enough, Your Honor. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, because uh, Mike, I cannot, I cannot, uh, I cannot support Mike having Jimmy up there lying for him on the stand knowingly, having Donna in a position where she needs to perjure herself. Mike, this is all your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Not a lot of references. We are in the post-reference world of suits at this point. We're in the thick of it. You yeah. know, we're in the hub of everything. And so we're trying to finish off uh, season five. Hopefully they bring references back in season six. I know that the show is about to get kind of blue when it comes to the language and some of the content as well. I think from what I, what I remember is that the show kind of has a different vibe once you get to the later seasons. And so I'm really excited to see what that looks like. But I also don't want to lose the things that make me like Suits a lot. And the references are a big part of that. So I'm hoping they bring those back very soon. Yeah. Okay. Patty says that Patrick J. Adams directed self-defense, but this episode had the most references to Mike being a fraud at 16. You can certainly see what the main theme on the back half of the season is. 72 individual references to Mike's secret from episodes 10 to 16. I loved uh, when Harvey brought it up in mock trial or whatever. He's like talking to uh, Jessica says, Mike, Harvey, approach the stand. What's going on here? And uh, Mike's like, that document is fake. And Harvey's like, you're fake. I was like, ah, you got him. (laughs) It's like, that's not a real document. You're not a real lawyer. What's up? I was like, well, and I'm thinking, y'all, everybody can hear y'all. The rest of the partners and people are in this role. Maybe Harvey shouldn't be leaning so into the bit to where he's literally calling Mike Ross a fraud in front of everybody else. Because if you put them on the stand, you'd be like, so have y'all ever heard Harvey joke about Mike being a fraud? He's like, yeah, all the time. Like, they just walk down the hall and he's like, well, you're not actually a lawyer. And by not actually a lawyer, I mean, you didn't go to Harvard, but I did give you a job, you know? So uh, that's very funny. I, I did notice that they were really throwing him under the bus left and right on this episode. And I think, Rob, at this point, it's too hard to ignore at what point does Mike Ross just say, enough is enough. It's over. Everybody knows he's a fraud. Like, Harold knows he's a fraud. Jimmy knows he's a fraud. How many people learned the secret in this episode alone? And mm-hmm. that, that Mike could do nothing to dispel the rumors. Everybody knows. Anita Gibbs knows. Lewis knows. You, you name it. Sheila's ass knows. The world that, the world that read that op-ed, they know. They might, he might get away with this. But I think public opinion is going to say, you're not a lawyer anymore, Michael. If he walks into any courtroom, yeah. no one's going to take him seriously. If he walks into a deposition, people, like the people are going to be like, this is a, this is a circus. This guy is not even, this guy's a fraud. So at some point, it's time to pull the plug. Yeah, he has to retire after this. Yeah. Oh, no. Rachel thinks he's going to go to Columbia one day, remember? Mm-hmm. He'll yeah. be a real lawyer then. After this. He's, he's, he's a getting a second boy. law degree. Yeah. Like, but... But Mike Anita Gibbs said that she can she could get you into law school. Girl, shut up. That is not a thing. Mike Ross cannot be a lawyer anymore. And I don't think he can apply for many jobs. What if Mike Ross applied to be an accountant? Uh, sir, aren't you the guy? Yeah, what was your past work experience? He's like, well, I did work as a lawyer. Oh, where? Um mm-hmm. uh, I plead the fifth. Chappelle, I got a lengthy email from Anessa here on our feedback. Uh that suitspodcast.com slash feedback. Uh, Anessa says that Anita Gibbs makes reference to the character and fitness committee. After you pass the bar exam, you have to pass an interview with the character and fitness committee to be permitted 
into the bar to practice law. You provide them with a very detailed application packet that includes waivers to look up all your background and history. You provide references from every job you had for the last 10 years. It's very detailed. It takes them several months to review the packet and conduct their due diligence. The interview is about 15 minutes and it's more like rubber stamping unless they have specific questions. Attorney ethics rules require one attorney to snitch out one another if they believe somebody is committing a fraud. Anita Gibbs threatens Rachel, saying the committee will have an issue with Rachel not snitching out Mike or testifying truthfully about him being a fraud when questioned on the stand. If she pleads the fifth, then she's admitting that she knows he's a fraud and not stopping it. This could be unbecoming of a lawyer, and it's possible Anita Gibbs has a point here. Rachel could have problems with this. I mean, everybody in the law firm watched the mock trial. They all know Mike's a fraud. <laughs> yeah, even if it has nothing like I think that the entire the entire building, I think that even if all of this stuff with Mike just goes away, I think that when Rachel finally finished law school, they're like, so anybody have any reason to believe that Rachel, you know, has been mm -hmm. in bed with some, you know, less than savory characters? Do we think this is an uh, an upstanding individual? I think somebody in that law firm is like, yeah, I remember that time we found out about Logan Sanders and Mike Ross and that whole thing where she's married to the fraud guy. I think we have reason to believe that she might kind of be dirty. There's a lot of people who've gotten past this board, though, Anissa. I mean, if you think about it, Daniel Hartman got past the board. Travis Tanner got past the board. It's not like they are, uh, you know, shooting uh, 100% here from the field. It's kind of like, all right, they do their best, and then you 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 try to get through. I mean, a scammer going to scam, right? So they're going to get through. But unbecoming is probably the best uh, word that I could probably use to, to, to talk about, like, what it looks like as Rachel. Cause like, yeah, did Rachel do anything wrong to us? Yeah, we know, we know that she did stuff wrong, but to the outsiders, like, nah, if you can't prove it, she can sit there and say, I have done nothing, but it still looked bad that she's even involved in something like this. So yeah, I think this is, uh, this is not boding well for her. Luckily she has some hell of a references like between Robert Zane and, um, and just Robert Zane. Cause PSL ain't going to get her nowhere. I think she'll be okay. I don't know if he, if he can call in a favor with this board, but he try. <laughs> All right. And Anessa also says that the affidavit from Harvey uh, that uh, from the Harvard class that he read at the mock trial is completely inadmissible. The legal definition of hearsay is an out of court statement used to prove the truth of the matter asserted. The out of court statement here is that Mike never went to Harvard used to prove the truth that Mike never went to Harvard. That is hearsay. To admit that kind of evidence at your trial, you need the actual people who signed the affidavit to come to the court and testify in person. That would not make it hearsay anymore. But yeah, I mean, Harvey Harvey's playing fast Mike. and loose here at a mock But he trial. threw that at Mike too. He said, Mike, if this is not, if this document is not going to prove what I'm saying, why don't we just put them all up on the stand? We could put every last person on the stand and every last person is going to get up there and say, who the hell is this guy? Every last person except for Jimmy because Jimmy was willing to lie. And so, yeah, there's the whole of this argument. If you think that every person saying that they don't know who Mike Ross is, is the proof that you need, you're not going to get every person with someone like Harold or Jimmy willing to perjure themselves. I still think that if 42 out of the 45 people are, or 44 people, I guess, whatever the case may be, are saying, nah, I don't know who that is. I've never seen that man. Uh, it still looks really bad in the eyes of a jury and it could make them look at Mike like, mm, I don't know about this. That's right where you, that's probably where you get your reasonable doubt. Okay, Chappelle, anything else about season five, episode 14? 
Now, uh, when you asked me about the Liddy, I thought about this comment that we got from on the Suits Facebook page. Yes. So, yeah. So, uh, let me go find it real quick. So, what happened was I was asked basically about uh, like when it comes to creating the Liddy, kind of like our process. Or we were getting mm-hmm. comments about from Jamie Barton, I believe. It was like I was on my third rewatch of Suits when I found this podcast in its infancy. And I stopped to wait for y'all to catch up which was just as well because there's a handful of episodes that I don't like and we're almost there. So obviously I like listening to recap, but more and more I'm loving the post uh, recap Liddy discussion. Like on today's episode, not this episode, when Rob asked Jessica and Chappelle says, no, 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 no. Listening to him talk about all the different reasons why each character shouldn't get the Liddy is a real big highlight for me. Rob, for me, I never think about the Liddy while we're talking yeah. uh, or even while we're while we're watching the show. I'm like, da, 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 just taking notes, kind of rem- trying to remember all the, the funny stuff that sticks out to me. And you ask and I have to like turn off that brain and turn on a different brain. So I yeah. really start critically thinking about who should get this thing. And in this episode right here, it's like, I don't know if anybody deserves it. Like, I really had to reach. I, and I think we landed on Jessica because it was an easy guess. But it's for me, it's really a struggle sometimes to figure that out. So I'm enjoying that people like hearing this uh, back and forth when we have to talk about the lady because I honestly don't know who's going to get it going in. Yeah. Um, we get through who's you know, disqualified. I, that usually narrows yeah. it down, narrows down the field. Exactly. Once I tell you who's not getting it, uh, poor Rachel, has she gotten a lady in this season? No, in the last I don't two think seasons? so. Has Rachel gotten a lady since season two? I want to say maybe like uh, episode one or two of season five. I feel like maybe she got, I think maybe she got one very early in the beginning of the season. Did we give it to her when she, uh, when she was leaving Mike Ross? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, it's really hard to figure that stuff out, especially when all these people are doing so much dirt. I think like I want to look for the person who's most morally correct, but then I also want to look at the person who who won the day, right? And so even if it's not morally correct, I still want to be like to you know giving you kudos for at least surviving or you know accomplishing whatever your goal was. So in this episode, Mike Ross, yeah, he needed somebody to lie for him, and that was a really good thing. But also kind of like, dang, Mike, that's just another person who's gonna fall at the wayside because of your actions. Like if yeah, fine, I don't care if Trevor is the one, uh, you know, going to jail forever. I hate that guy. But if it's random people who are just like, I just want to help Mike Ross because I'm his friend. Like, all right, Mike, at what cost, right? So that's how I kind of work through the Liddy in my head. But I do, I do like that people are enjoying that conversation. Okay. All right. Thanks, Jamie, uh, for that question. And yeah, what about these uh, su- uh, these Suits cats that uh, Joel has? Harvey and Lewis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of suits, uh, cute suits content on on Instagram as well, and uh, I got tagged in a post from Jessica Frey, like where I saw uh, Jessica Pearson and uh, uh, he who will not be named in a picture together, and then there's like this lady in the background mugging them. It's me, I'm the lady. Uh, yeah, so if you go to Instagram and uh, and check out some of the suits stuff there, uh, you might come across some stuff like these these cats. Okay, all right, Chappelle. I think that's going to do it for episode 14. Only two episodes away from the season five finale. Can you believe it? I can. I feel like the season went very fast, but I also feel like 
we're on a roller coaster ride and we're t- coming toward the yep. end of of this it, this journey when it comes to season five. And I'm very excited to see how it ends because what are we going to do for season six if Mike Ross goes to jail? All right. This is the 74th episode. So uh, it will be a little bit of a milestone. Episode 75 coming up uh, next time. So we will be back here for that. We'll see how everything goes with Mike's trial. Probably have a pretty big cliffhanger going into the finale coming up at the end of next episode. So that's all coming up tomorrow. Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? At Chappelle's underscore show on Twitter. Okay. I'm at Rob Sisterino. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye.